Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ag gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey friends, how are you doing today? I want to say thank you for joining me on another episode of this podcast. I say it every time because I feel like it's important every time. I love doing this. And getting feedback from you and hearing from you absolutely makes this so worth it. And today I want to talk to you about a topic that has been laid on my heart to talk to you guys about. It's a lesson I've had to learn a lot lately and want to share it with you because it's changing how I run my business. It's changing how I manage my life. And it is really making me understand or move towards the person I want to become without the albatross of someone else's expectations. Whether that is a parent or a spouse, a friend, business besties, society, beliefs I grew up with, whatever it is, I don't want to live in the shadow of other people's expectations. And that's why today is all about the fact that we need to stop shooting ourselves. I'm sure you've probably heard this term before. I know I have. It's certainly not my first time hearing it. I'm going through a lot of personal shifts and mindset shifts and perspectives. And I've been in therapy now for, I think, six months, give or take. And I'm unpacking a lot of things that I have buried away for many years. And I'm also unpacking fears and beliefs and mindsets that no longer serve me. And it's really hard work. I went into therapy because I wanted my business to succeed. And I was constantly riddled with anxiety and worry and frustration. And the same issues in my business kept cycling. And I thought, you know what? There's got to be something here that I am missing. That, you know, someone with a business mind may miss if we're talking and I'm explaining to them what's going on. And I knew that there were a lot of things in my life that I hadn't wanted to face because it's hard. So 
in the beginning of Q4, I decided that if I wanted my business to succeed, I had to be willing to step outside of my comfort zone and dig into things that I didn't want to. And initially, it all came back to I wanted to have this successful business. I want to run a successful company. I want to be a good leader. I want to be a good boss. I want to be a good, you know, business manager for my clients, all of those things. But as this, as the time has progressed with my therapist, it's turned into so much more as therapy often does, right? It's turned into evaluating how I see myself. It's turned into challenging myself to be the person, the woman I want to be. And it was interesting to hear her ask me who I am. And I say, I'm a business owner and I'm a wife and I'm a mom and I'm a, you know, I'm best friends with my mom and, you know, all of these things. And she's like, no, those are roles. She's like, who are you? And I didn't know. I didn't know who I was outside of the roles I play in my life. And so one of the themes that we started to explore is, you know, figuring out who that is and how to cultivate the person that I want to be. And that's someone who takes time and does things that she enjoys. I love to write. I love to ride. I love to read. I enjoy solitude. I, you know, (laughs) my mom and my cousin think I'm so weird, for lack of a better term. They don't really think I'm weird. They think it's odd that I like to go and eat by myself. And I will. I'll go. I just did it this weekend. I went to Longhorns, got a, uh, you know, their two, like pick two lunch. And I journaled and I ate and I thought, and I try not to be on my phone during this time because it's really my time to just kind of let my thoughts slowly come to me rather than like a rush of like anxious thoughts. It's during that time, I, for whatever reason, I get to slow down and analyze what I'm thinking and why I'm thinking it and how I can mold it and shift it and change it to serve me better. So I've been trying to do more of those things so that I can define who Jen is outside of the roles I play. I've been doing that more often and I have, yeah, this is going to sound interesting. I subscribe to Stitch Fix and you know, it's something that I had wanted to try, but I, you know, I didn't want to invest in really nice clothes for the body that I have right now. And, um, that was my mindset for the longest time. And it came to a point where hating my body wasn't serving me. So, and hating my body wasn't encouraging me to lose weight or do anything about it. So I'm like, okay, this isn't working. Why don't I try to love and accept the body that I'm in right now for all that it's given me? It's 
got me through the worst depression of my life after I lost my dad. It's carried our son. It's helped build a life with my husband. It's seen me start a business with a newborn. It's brought me through a pandemic. It's brought me to challenging conversations in my marriage. It's traveled and loved and nurtured and fought. It may not look the way I want it to, but that doesn't mean it doesn't deserve to be appreciated for what it's done. So I did. And I found clothes that fit and they make me look or make me feel like I look pretty and they make me feel like I am attractive. And I hadn't felt like that in a long time. The other thing I did was through a couple of sessions with my therapist, you know, she challenged me to stop doing things that I feel like I should do. And one of the biggest things was allowing our son to stay in aftercare at his school. He goes to a private Montessori school They're, you know, super one-on-one with the kids. He loves his classroom. He really likes his teachers. He gets to play outside. In aftercare, he gets to play outside again. It's just a really, really great school. and And he enjoys it. But what I was doing was when I started this business, when we put him in school, it was like, okay, we're going to try to do it for three days a week and we'll pick him up between two and two 30. It'll be great. You know, it'll give me some time to work, et cetera, et cetera. And that was great. And then within the first three months of Davey, you know, starting to go to school, my business started picking up. So last January, January, 2020, we put him in school for five days a week. And then, of course, everything happened with the pandemic and things got shut down. And it was that that's a whole episode. Right. So then when he started back in the fall, we went back to five days and he would stay till till two thirty. And I was drowning in work. I was so busy. And I'm so grateful for how much business we've gotten and how much it's grown and all of the things. I'm so, so grateful. But I was really struggling fitting all of my work into my work hours. So I was picking Davy up and we'd have to rush home and I would, you know, sit him down with an iPad or, you know, have him play in his playroom or whatever so I could work for two and a half or three more hours. And I was telling my therapist, I'm like, I feel like an awful parent. I, you know, I feel bad. I feel like he's being neglected, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, well, then, you know, does his school have an aftercare program? I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I ran, I have my own business because I should be able to pick him up. And she's like, mm-mm, no, no. She's like, you love your business, right? I said, absolutely. I absolutely adore my business. I love this business. And, um, and she's like, and it's grown. I said, it's grown tremendously. Like we've had, you know, the best, the best quarter we've ever had. And she's like, okay. So if those things are happening and your son is happy at school and you have the option for aftercare and you can afford it, she's like, wouldn't you think that that would serve him better being in school, having fun, playing with his friends, you being able to focus on your work, getting it done, and then picking him up an hour and a half or two hours later than you think you should. I sat there for a second. I'm like, oh my goodness, 
you're totally right. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. And it has. Now I get five solid days a week where I am in my office from nine to four and I am not taking nearly as much work home as I used to. I'm not feeling nearly as out of control as I used to. And it just had this huge shift, but that had to happen. That that shift from, you know, what I feel like I should be able to do as a work from home mom to shifting it to, well, I need this or my business needs this, which means in turn, if my business needs it, then I need it. And that's okay. Okay, you guys, we are getting ready to launch the Become a Virtual Assistant for Photographer program live again. I'm pumped. Our beta round was so good. We had so many great testimonials come out of it. And I have packed this round with even more bells, whistles, tools, tips, tricks, and trainings than the last one. You can go ahead, sign up for the wait list, and you will be put into a drawing to win a scholarship into the program. This program is going to cover how to land your first client, what kind of services different photographers need, and a slew of other information that is going to help you up-level your virtual assistant business or start it off on the right foot. I've been doing this for a while, and I cannot wait to share with you guys my tips and knowledge and tools and tricks to grow your virtual assistant business. We get so wrapped up in the pressures and the expectations that people have for us or on us that we lose sight of sometimes our own expectations or our own values. I know this episode is a far cry from a typical episode, but I think these topics are so important to anybody, but I feel like they are, I mean, they're important to everybody, you know, business owner, employee, mom, dad, single person. We all struggle with different challenges, but one of the things that I think is the most universal struggle is shooting ourselves to death. We should be able to clean our own house. We should be able to lose the weight. We should be able to give up caffeine. We should be able to pick up our son in the, you know, or pick up our child front on in the school pickup line. We should be able to fold our own laundry. We should be able to cook our own dinner. We should be able to make our own lunch. We should be able to, you know, service our own car. All of these different things that, my goodness, if it doesn't work for you, that's oh freaking K. It's okay. It's okay for you to say, I want to work on my business, so I'm going to hire a cleaning team. I want to ride my horse once a week, so I'm going to hire a babysitter. I want to eat healthier, but I don't want to dedicate the time, so I'm going to hire a meal prep service. These things that we that we push against and we worry about and we mull over, over and over and over and we lose ourselves in because we're so worried about disappointing other people who probably won't give a rat's petunia 
I'm not saying that I don't have moments where I should myself. I do. 100%. Hello. I'm human. (laughs) But I'm working on being okay with doing things that serve me better, even though somebody might think it's ridiculous or funny or weird or odd or outlandish or superfluous. I'm okay with that. It's not their life. It's not their business. It's not their kid. It's not their home. It's not their marriage. It's not their relationship. It's none of their business. I don't know what it is that you are fighting against doing or fighting against not doing for the sake of pleasing other people. I want you to evaluate what those things are and figure out if there's a different way to handle it. I have wanted to find somebody to fold our laundry forever. It is such a point of contention between me and my husband. We have so much laundry. We have a toddler and then my husband works in a factory job. So he'll, you know, wear his clothes to the factory. He'll come home. He'll change. And then in the morning, he'll change out of that. He'll take a shower. He'll change. You know, I mean, he goes through, my goodness, two or three outfits in like a 24-hour period. (laughs) It's insane. And then, of course, I have a toddler. So he's constantly getting dirty. And it's extra laundry with him and that kind of thing. And I never could, like, find a good rhythm with laundry. When it was just me, you know, it was fine because I wear like the same 20 things, <laughs> right? You know, but with but with them, they have a much more extensive, they wear more, many more things than I do on a, on a day-to-day basis. And um, so like laundry has always been like this huge thing. And I was trying to figure out like, how, how can I figure out laundry? I would get us down to like no laundry. Like literally there's nothing in the house dirty except for what's on our backs. And a week later I would be sitting there like under eight loads of laundry. I'm like, I don't understand how this happens. So I would try, okay, like do a load a day, but then something would happen and I didn't fold it or my husband didn't fold it. So it would sit and then we would need new, new clothes or whatever. Right. And I just pushed against this idea of hiring it out because I should be able to figure out my own laundry. And I just stopped. I am literally meeting with somebody this week to figure out if I can have somebody else come in and fold our laundry. And you know what? I think once it gets going, it's going to feel really, really good. My husband might look at me funny. Heck, his family or my family might look at me funny. But you know how much peace that's going to give me in my life? 100% worth it. 100% worth somebody being like, you really let somebody come into your house and just fold your laundry? Yes, I do. Thank you very much, Margaret. I am fine with it. Unless they're volunteering to come to your house and fold your laundry, they don't need to worry about your laundry or who folds it or who does it or if you do it. Like I said, I know this episode is very different from other episodes, but I wanted to share a piece of my heart today. And I really, really enjoy being 
as open and honest as I possibly can with my audience because I never want someone to look at me and see someone who always has it together or always has things figured out or doesn't doubt herself or doesn't deal with imposter syndrome or is has always been successful. I want you all to know that I am a human, that I make mistakes, that I have had colossal failures, that I'm still figuring things out, that I don't have all of the answers. I want to be here and produce this podcast because I absolutely love, adore creating this content and hopefully bringing you guys some actionable tips and advice and tricks and that kind of thing that I've learned along the way. But I don't want somebody to look at this podcast or my business and think, oh, huh, that girl's 100% together. I don't live in a land of Instagram versus reality. I want to be here and say, hey, I messed up. (laughs) And I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm shifting. And I am so grateful that you're here along with me for the ride. And I hope that along the way, we get a chance to grow and change and build our businesses together. I hope you guys have a great week. I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for this podcast. And I'm grateful for all of the challenges that are presented to us so that we can continue to evolve and be better human beings. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. 